Welcome to the Bible Geek Podcast. This is Jay Cruz with another episode. And today's topic is going to be why I choose Jesus. We'll be right back. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Jay Cruz. Today we're going to be talking about why I choose Jesus. Right? So out of all of the religions, all of the beliefs, even atheism, because honestly, atheism is a belief, even though they don't believe in nothing, right? They claim to believe in nothing. It's still a belief. They believe in something. They just don't know what they believe in. Um, but out of all like religions and everything that's going on out here, why should we choose Jesus over our own opinions, you know, other religions, and, and you know, why Jesus? What makes Jesus different, right? And, you know, it's like kind of going to like a an ice cream shop, right? And they have like so many flavors, you know, and you're probably going to lean to a specific type of flavor. You know, you might like vanilla, you might like chocolate, who knows, right? Um, but why should we choose Jesus, right? When I was young and I was growing up, I used to go to church. Right? I used to go to church, and my mom would drag me to church all the time, and I didn't comprehend nothing. I was just like, man, I'm just here wasting my time. I could be outside playing with my friends and, um, you know, just kind of having some fun. And so, you know, but I, I didn't have a say in the matter. Um, I was kind of growing up in the Pentecostal movement, and um, we had to go to church almost every day, you know. So... I would fall asleep in church. I was one of those kids that would just like go under the bleed <laughs> under the bench and I would just start snoring. I start sleeping. I you know, I just didn't have an interest. As I was growing up and I started to mature, I started asking a lot of questions because you know, in this world you are given a lot of information. Some of it good information, bad information, you know, but still this world revolves around downloading so much information to us in our brains and what and people I feel like they're fighting for the minds and the hearts of of the children or they're fighting for the hearts and the minds of everybody um and so they're gonna try to persuade you to lean to or be biased to a specific belief or something like that so as as I was growing up um, I kind of just started seeking and, you know, it was a broken road. Honestly, it was a broken road because, you know, I mean, I was young, I was a teenager and I really didn't care about, like, I believed in Jesus. I believed in God. I even read the Bible, even though I didn't even know what it meant at the time. Like, I, I, I didn't comprehend what was going on, um, you know, like I would ask a question like, what are we being saved from? You know, what is sin? What is, you know, what's going on? Like when I look at my fellow Christians, I look at a bunch of hypocrites or I'm looking at a at a bunch of people who are like holier than thou, always pointing the finger at what you're doing wrong, but yet they're not pointing at themselves. And it was just kind of this, this thing that was um, just like in my mind and I was kind of struggling with and fighting with, right? And then I was like asking questions like, why would a good God, if he was God, why would he do this? And I didn't, kind of, I, I, <laughs> it was like, it was like I was questioning God, right? And 
didn't understand why God was allowing things to happen or, or allowing these things to take place until, of course, I got older and I started understanding that God is loving and that's the reason why he gives free will. It just so happened that when he gave free will to man, like, you know, men just kind of mismanaged that free will like we do today. Come on, look at it. Just look at this world. It's on fire. And we're, we mismanage um, the very thing that God gave us, like God made us perfect and we still managed to mess it up, you know? And I think before I continue, let's go ahead and just kind of just start with scripture because once in a while, it's just, it's just good to start with scripture. And in John chapter four, actually John chapter 14, verse six, if you have your Bibles or if you have Google, John chapter 14, verse six says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Right here, Jesus is claiming exclusivity. In other words, he's like saying, there is no other way. Challenge it. Like, there is no other way but me. And when I read that verse, it did something to me. Because now it's like, hold up, Jesus is saying that that's it. He is that way. There is no other way but him. So so how do I get to the Father through Jesus? How does all this work? And, you know, of course, like I said, growing up, I was questioning a lot of stuff. It's okay to question stuff. You know, it's okay to, it, it's okay to challenge what you believe or grew up believing. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um. Because there's a lot of people that associate themselves and say, hey, I'm a Christian. But really, they're just saying that because, hey, my parents were Christian. Or my parents' parents were Christian, you know. So they're really just kind of like, you know, it, it, there's Muslims that do it too. They don't follow Islam, but because they're parents and family members and that's just the, you know, the, the thing um, within that culture, uh, they do it too. Like, I, I'm a Muslim, even though I don't follow Muhammad, you know, I, I kind of do whatever I want to do. Or there are people that are like in Hinduism or there's other types of beliefs, just not, just not Christianity and Muslim. There's Jews who proclaim to be and then are not. You know what I'm saying? Like I've met plenty of them. Okay. But why Jesus? What's the deal with Jesus, right? Why would anybody want to come to Jesus? <clears throat> one number one, Jesus claims to be God. Okay. He claims to be the one who created the heavens and the earth, which is a true claim. You, I mean, if think about it, right? How do you get to truth? Before I even continue with that, what I was going to say, how do you get to truth, right? You get to through truth or to truth, sorry, by looking at the evidence, right? If there's no evidence, then there's no truth. There has to be evidence, right? Like if you go to a court, a judge is not going to care if you're a good guy, if you're a bad guy, if you're an in-between guy. <laughs> He's going to look at the evidence and however the evidence, whatever the evidence points to, that's exactly what he's going to go with, right? So when you're seeking for truth, you seek for evidence and then you kind of just go ahead. The thing is with Jesus is that Jesus was a real man and he really did exist, you know, even even those who um, 
were not even religious wrote about him. Like he's in the books, right? He's in he's in he's not just only in the Bible. There are people like in the courts when he was when he was um before he was, you know, um condemned to die, right? On the cross. Like they wrote about him, you know. And there are several names I could mention, but that's neither here or there. Um I would just go ahead and say go ahead and Google it, you know. Um and you'll see there's plenty of evidence for Jesus, uh plenty of evidence for the empty tomb. Anyway, so if God is really God, and if Jesus is who he says he is, then everything that he says or has spoken of in the past has to come true. So the Bible is just not a Bible. The Bible is just not a book of, I'm sorry, the Bible is just not a book of history um, or biblical history or whatever you want to call it. The Bible also has what we call prophecies, which is like when God speaks, it comes true. And that's how you know that it's God. You know, that's how you would know it's God. Uh, because everything that he says is true. And there's a lot of prophecies in the Bible. Okay. Um, but there's just so much, right? So God has always given the evidence for his existence. He even said, look, I've, look at everything I've created. All right. This is this is done by somebody outside of time, space and matter. This is some, something done by someone. Right. Like an intelligent mind that's outside of this materialistic world. Right. Anyway, so me seeking for information and just kind of like just started leading me towards, you know, leaning more and more to, OK, what I grew up believing is is true. It's facts. Right. So Jesus says he's the truth, the way, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. Also in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, it says, For there is one God, and there is one mediator, one mediator between God and men, and that's the man Christ Jesus. And we can get into the whole thing about Jesus being God and how, how that all works, but that's for like another topic. That's like a topic if we talk about the Trinity. Then we can talk more and more about how all that is right, and we can't even really fully comprehend it to the fullest. Um, but we can give you kind of like a a a, a nice, how do you say? It? Like we can give you like at least enough details to make you see exactly what's there, even though you can't clearly see it. It's like if you're looking through like a foggy window, you see shadows of a person walk by. Like you can see it, but you can't really see it clearly, right? <clears throat> But it's interesting because in the Tanakh, in the Old Testament, right, in Proverbs, uh, chapter 8, verses 35 through 6, um, wisdom speaks. And it's a, it, this is what, it, what wisdom says. It says, for whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who fails to find me injures himself. All who hate me love death. I like to say that this is Jesus speaking in the Old Testament um, because the reality is, is that what he's saying is that outside of me, right, if I'm life, if you don't have me, then what you have is death, right? Um, the absent, okay, so the absent of light is darkness, right? Um, the absent of good is evil. And this is just kind of like all the things, like whatever, you know. So this is what, what, what Jesus is saying. Like, if you don't have me, you don't have life and you have death. And, and we can get into like details about what death means, right? Uh, as far as it being being separation and all that stuff. But it also means to die, you know, just kind of this destruction, you know. 
And, um, it was, um, that's funny because, uh, I remember conversating with somebody like concerning this because, of course, they were asking questions about, like, hey, you know, you know, I, I used to believe in that, but I, uh, don't no longer believe in that. And here's my reasons. And, you know, he had legit reasons, but the answers I gave him, I guess, uh, pretty much helped him to get back exactly where he was getting to. Because what happens is, like I said, like this world is fighting for your mind and your heart. Just with they're they're giving you either false information or good information. And the reality is, is that if this world doesn't get back to Jesus Christ, if this nation doesn't get back to Jesus Christ, then then what God has been saying all along is that if you don't have me, what do you have? If I'm not the one that's filling your mind and your heart, right? What is filling your mind and your heart? You know, so God gets into the like the real nitty gritty of this thing. Like he sees he's 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 going deep down inside deep to let you know exactly how dark you are without him. Right. <clears throat> and then um, so. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse five, which a lot of Jews don't read, a lot of Jews don't know this verse when they read it, they're kind of they they're confused what the what the scripture means and it's because I'll tell you because every every Jewish person I've ever spoke to really don't know their Tanakh they really don't know their Bible but Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5 says but he was wounded for our transgressions he meaning Jesus he was crushed for our iniquities upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace and with his stripes we are healed Once again, in John chapter 8, verse 12, it says again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Right. And so God, Jesus, is clearly stating that he is the only way to salvation. And if you think about it, you're like, well, what, what are we being saved from? What we're being saved from is judgment. Okay? We we are being saved from judgment. And God knew that we couldn't save ourselves. Right? We couldn't save ourselves. So he basically went and took it upon himself to die on the cross. To shed blood because in blood there's life. Right? When You know, if your blood runs out of your body, you're dead. So the blood has life. And so back then in the sacrificial system that God had for for the Jews, right, for Israel, it was basically that in order for them to be forgiven for sins and stuff like that, that they had to basically go ahead and sacrifice animals, you know, like clean animals and stuff like that for their sins. And this is what God had put there just like temporary until Jesus came. And um, what happened is, is that um, that was temporary, you imagine, right? People like like it's like a butcher's market out there, <laughs> just like, and they're just sacrificing animals. But then God said, "You know what? I no longer care about those sacrifices." Um, and sacrifices became your prayer, your worship, and your praise to God, um, because in the Bible it says that God says that He doesn't want your sacrifices; He requires mercy, right? And now. God is, God is like making this new covenant, right? And he's like, through Jesus, 
you know, he's bringing that mercy and that grace, right? And only through Jesus can you find salvation. You know, you hear Oprah Winfrey always talking about how there are many roads to to God, and that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Um, there aren't many roads to anything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if God is saying that there's only one road, how can there be another road if, if he's the only way, right? How can you go do something else, right, and hope to lead yourself to God when God is specifically giving you instructions stating that, no, this is the only way. If I wanted different ways, I would have told you there were different ways, but I didn't. I told you that I was the truth, that I was the, I was the way, that I was the truth, and I was the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through me. So when Jesus is saying that, he basically is saying that anything outside of him is bogus. Like, you shouldn't even bother with it. You shouldn't even just get away from it because it's totally bogus, right? And this is the beauty of Jesus' sacrifice, how he imputes his righteousness unto us. He gives us his spirit, right? And he gives us new life. And in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 9, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. In other words, there's nothing you can do to work towards me because I've already did the work for you. It's kind of like um, trying to pay a debt, right? And the person that you owe that debt to says, you no longer owe me anything. That debt has been paid. And then he'll say like, hey, as a matter of fact, I paid the debt for you. So um, he pays the debt for you in your place. And um, he sets you free. You're free, you know? So when you die, you have that peace that you're going to be with him in heaven because God has this great and beautiful, you know, people just think about like the earth, but there's like, there's so much out there that we've yet to see. And God has prepared like this entire beautiful thing for us, right? Um, I know that, uh, let me see. Let me see if I can bring it up here on this computer because I'm actually looking through here. And it, it says, um, let me see if I can find it because if I can find it, I'll just read it. All right, so I, I can't find it. Um, but we'll just continue with the conversation. I was hoping to find this, but, um, it's okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm just going to read one more, uh, verse. All right. And this is in the Tanakh. This is in like in the old Testament. And it says in Isaiah chapter nine, verse six, it says for to us, a child is born to us. A son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. These are all Jesus' titles. This is all Jesus' titles. And um, it's just basically saying that Jesus is God himself, basically. Um, then it says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 3, it says, For we who have believed enter the rest, as he said, as I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest, although his works were finished from the foundation of the world. Anyway, what God is saying is just saying that you can't work as you can't work your way to him. You know how many places like how many places, how many beliefs just be like, hey, if you do this, or if you do that, or if you just kind of do this, or if you that God is saying, Dad, there's nothing that you can do to save yourself. I've saved you. Just enjoy what I've given you. 
right? But interesting to this day, there are people that will reject it and people hate it because there is a, there's like a bad, um, there's a bad thing that just kind of like there's a dark cloud that hovers over the word Christianity. You know, there's like, and, and the world likes to point to the negative things, but never likes to point to the good things, right? So like when you hear people say, oh, you know, Look at what God did. Look at what he did in the Bible, blah, blah, blah. They point to all the, all the, all the, it's not bad stuff. It's all good if they only would understand what's going on. But they like to point the wrong in people, but they never ever want to point the good in people, you know? Like when people say things about you, like say, hey, like you, you this or you that. And you're like, yeah, but what about the times I've did this? What about the times I've did that? Like you're, you're clearly just kind of just, trying to make a lot of negative things so big to the point where you kind of just um, want to like have people not want any parts of me because you're, you're highlighting the negativity, but you're not highlighting the good. But with God, it's all good. It's all good. You know, we can't get into details about some of those things because, of course, that would be for another topic. Um, it would definitely... Um, it would definitely be an hour-long podcast, so we don't want to do that. Um, back in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, so if you want to, if, if you believe that Jesus is Lord, if you want salvation, if you want to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, this is what you have to do. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's all you need to do. You don't even have to get baptized. You just believe that because um, that's what God requires. Anyway, this podcast is coming to an end and I totally appreciate you guys for coming out. Hopefully if you guys enjoyed it, um, go ahead and share it with, uh, with your friends, uh, whoever you think would benefit this. All right. It's about the Christian culture and taking ground and making sure that we get people back to the truth get people back to the light get people back to where we're actually loving each other respecting each other and taking care of each other and not out here trying to bring each other down or destroy each other that is a definitely a negative mindset it's a dark mindset it's an evil mindset and we want to change the minds and the hearts of the people and get them back to not religion but relationship with god relationship with others and making sure that we're loving on each other and not going, going, uh, sorry, I kind of just, but not doing uh, things that will uh, hurt our brothers and sisters. Um, so anyway, with that being said, God bless you guys. I love you guys. Take care and Maranatha.